What's going on, guys? It's your girl, Jay Lucci. We are here with Ron Diaz. We are at Greenport, which is the first black-owned female cannabis store in Ontario, Canada. So that is major. It's also a huge day because this is going to be the private screening for the first time ever of Bite of a Mango, mm -hmm. which is a Toronto film written, directed, and filmed by Ron Diaz. Yes, so this yes. is a big deal. This is a huge day, and I'm just glad to be able to sit down with you <clears throat> and chop it up. And mm -hmm. we're going to talk about life in many different forms and different ways because obviously this is a journey to get here. Yes, All right. So definitely a journey. Different than our typical park car conversation form, I'm going to throw out the topic, and sure. whatever comes to your head, you're going to let me know. No problem. Okay? Yeah. Ron, when I say growing pains, what does that mean to you? Uh, poverty, growing up poor, turning something out of nothing, turning something into nothing, you know? Give us the, the context. Growing up poor, where'd you grow up? Uh, let, let, a couple let of places. Who you are. Okay, so I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia first, okay. you know? Um, moved around a lot in Atlanta. And um, yeah, grew up really poor. We didn't really have our papers figured out. It was like really early, so it's not like you can get food stamps or right. anything like that. So it's like really like, there's living in the hood, and then there's like really going like meal to meal and figuring out life. What's next? You know what I'm saying? Um, and um, it makes you grow up really quickly. Like understanding, like going to school, watching all these kids have all these shoes, and then me and my brothers are sharing jeans. It's just a little different, you know. And then mm -hmm. kids start to realize, didn't your brother have those jeans? I'm like, no. Kids are so mean. But I mean, they're kids, so right? Mean, yeah. But it also, um, I'm not. It also taught me how to deal with white people because the way they they treat you when you're younger, it makes you realize like when they get older, it's just amplified in a different way. So it prepares you for those kind of moments in your life. And eventually it, I will keep back. I'm like, I remember this kind of character before when I was mm -hmm. younger. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, it's one of those things that uh, you'll experience. And then moving to Toronto, to Scarborough, and moved to Bay Mills. Shout out to the East End. I uh, know. <laughs> Complete culture shock. Right. Uh, definitely made me who I am today. Culture shock being because it's the, so diverse here? Very diverse. Okay, gotcha. Um, you know, it's not like... I, I did grow up in a black neighborhood in Atlanta, but then coming here, it, it was way more diverse, way more accepting in terms of culture. Gotcha, okay. So you kind of felt more safer in Toronto than you did in the States. Okay. Because they're that. more open to all these different ethnicities, I guess, right? right? I think what that translates to me in my mm -hmm. head, like when you say growing pains, uh -huh. like where you're at now, sitting, like this, again, this is a big day for you. Yeah. You've done so much in your career. Mm -hmm. um, we'll get into a little bit of that after. Mm -hmm. But... It definitely hurts sometimes. Growing pains and the journey, I think a lot of people think that to get to where you're at, it's always going to feel really, really good and you're going to ride a lot of highs. But yes. the journey to get to where you're going, there's going to be moments where it does not feel good. It feels like actually like torment in your head. You don't know what's the next move, how to maneuver, <laughs> how are you going to get it done. Right. And I think I just want to like, you know, touch on that because mm -hmm. I, I think, you, yeah, you, I feel pain is uh, pain is pain is the procedure of and the process of going to where you, you need to go. Sometimes right. pain helps you create the best moments in life creates. If I didn't have growing pains, I definitely wouldn't be able to be so creative right. and uh, be so quick on my feet. And it does teach you a lot. So growing pains to me is like a lot of rejection. A lot of like, you I can that, afford this. A lot of rejection. Oh man, you rejection. Rejection's got to be your best friend. 
Um, it's going to teach you so many things on how to deal with life problems, how, how to understand people, how to listen. Mm. A lot of people don't listen, and I'm, I'm a victim of it too. I have to learn to listen sometimes as well. So um, that all comes with it, you know? So sometimes you definitely can't take things so personal. Definitely and, not. And that's not. A, a part of growing pains. You know what I'm right. saying? Because when you go through something, you're like, why me? Why is this happening to me? You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, that's always going to happen to anybody. Right. Um, but eventually, when you take a step back and you look at it, it you this happened for this to happen, to this to happen, right. to this. It's all part of that process. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's all about progression. It's not about really about perfecting life or having a perfect image of what they said right. life is going to bring you happiness. It's all about progressing through life. Absolutely. And that's what you learn through growing pains. I think that's an important part because a lot of people think success mm. is the end goal. And I'm always like, mm -hmm. what do you mean end goal? Like the end goal, I mean, everyone has to leave this earth one day. Yeah. So that would be essentially your end. So the success <laughs> is in the journey. Like as you go along the journey, those no's, those closed doors, those closed relationships, those yeah. things that basically like stumped you in your tracks and you're just like, I, I, I will say every time I get a notch of success, I look back where I was not successful and I said, those are my happiest moments. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Growing up poor and, and living off like McDonald's, like especially through college and mm -hmm. all the, those were my happiest moments then. I see, I like, see that you know right here. I mean? <laughs> McDonald's fucking out right here. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but um, I feel like also, man, if if you take if you take any successful person, anybody that looks at success, right. they want the success all the time, but they never want the hard work that goes through it. Mm -hmm. To even be where I am now, I, I I could count me being in the entertainment industry for like 16, 17 years. You know? Mm -hmm. it, it just just slowly getting a notch of success a little bit. And then it depends on what success is to you. Cause to me, I feel like it's never ending. I'm always chasing something, no matter how, you know, how big something gets. And I want the next thing. I want this thing. It's always gonna keep going. Mm -hmm. So, uh, just stay focused and and know what you want. You know what know I'm saying? Know what you want is know huge. Know what you want. I think there's a lot of people out here who are maneuvering through life, careers, and they don't exactly know what they want in life. So if mm -hmm. you don't know what you want, what are you working towards? You're going to drive pretty fast to nowhere. Right, okay. So that's, <laughs> an, that's an action step for y'all. Know what you want. Visualize it. If you can see it, then you can. Then, then you know it's real. Look, so you have to be able to see it. Right. And that's why direction is more important than speed. Because... Let's talk about it. <laughs> you know, if, if you know where you're going, then you're good. Right? right. That's why we have GPS. Okay. <laughs> but if you're, if you don't know where you're going, you're gonna have a big problem. You're gonna be circling around for a long time because you have no idea what you're doing. I love that. You know, what I'm direction saying? is more important than speed. Mm -hmm. I think we're in a society and a generation, especially with social media, that yeah. it's easy for everyone to think you can be an overnight success. Oh, which I mean, man. it happens. It, it happens. happens. It definitely happens. But that's happens. not everybody's journey. And mm -mm. I would say majority of the people are not going to be an overnight success. No. So to, no. To, to make that short, you have to, you know, follow the direction that you're going in. Know what direction uh -huh. you're going in. The speed doesn't really matter as much. 
the how doesn't matter as much. How are you going to get done? No. I mean, if you have the dream, like the house that you want, mm -hmm. if you know the, the type of things that you want, if you think about those things enough, those things will come and the how is just going to kind of come because you want it that bad. Yes. It's, right? it's always how, how bad you want it. It'll show. It'll show right. in your work. It'll show in your work ethic. How hard you work right. definitely shows. Like right. in this movie, you're going to see basically everybody together it's not even though i'm the writer director producer there's also joanne jansen who's like written it with me right. she acts in it um she's been in my journey throughout like after youtube shortly after youtube to like film you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um one thing i will say about people who do get that overnight success and i wouldn't consider mine but when i was big on youtube right. i feel like um i wasn't ready for that popularity or that fame or mm -hmm. or what came with it because there's a lot of demons that people fight and if you don't know yourself you can lose yourself very quickly and um i was watching myself be unhappy but be successful on youtube at the same time mm -hmm. and i felt that i wasn't happy because i wasn't doing what i love i was just doing it because it was bringing me the clout and I realized how addictive it is when people like your stuff and right. post yourself. And it's, it's good and it's bad. It's good because you worked hard for it. It's bad because now you're addicted to it. And it's just like, man, look at my likes. Like in like 10 minutes, thousands and thousands right. of people. But at the end, is that what you really worked for? And no. If you, especially if you don't know yourself. If you don't, if you know, don't know yourself, yourself you're in yeah, trouble. It is like um, empty. A lot of people don't know themselves. Right. It takes a long time to get to know yourself you know you have to go through a lot of experiences it's like being in the middle of the ocean in a boat with a hole in it you have a big problem you got to figure out how to plug that hole or you better know how to but swim with sharks <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because that's going to happen mm -hmm. regardless even going forward in the future to um my film career and i know i'm going to come across these these barriers and okay. and um you know, it's like if you don't know yourself, you're not going to be able to right. know how to deal with that problem. you got to be complete. I think one thing that stood out to me was you being up your friend just now. Mm -hmm. Except she also wrote it with you, mm -hmm. but also acted in it. Mm -hmm. And I think what I want to touch on also in terms mm -hmm. of like to get to where you're at, yeah. it's important to have right people around you. 100%. To have like key people around you, people who are going to elevate you, pour life into you, uh, who are going to yeah. force you to grow, who are going to force you to like, listen, come out of some of your old habits, some of your old ways, force you to change, like want to grow. And some people aren't lucky enough to have someone by their side. I am extremely, extremely lucky um, that we found each other at a time where I needed to be humbled. Mm -hmm. I, I needed to, to be humble. To I needed to be humble because mm -hmm. I was on such a high horse on YouTube. Like I felt like the world is my oyster, and I have it in my fingertips. And you couldn't tell me nothing. Right. It was f the world. I'm, I'm on top. F you. Right. And then you you get someone who knows nothing about YouTube but doesn't even care. Just be like, yo, humble yourself. Like chill. You, you're not right. you're not that special. Just like anybody else. You need to work harder. And I'm like. Who is she talking to like that kind of and and not exactly that but you know it, it really if you're very egotistical it really like rubs your ego the wrong way but that's not the point 
The point is not to bring your ego into anything you do. We're all human, right? So nothing, Mm -mm. you know, naturally, no one likes to be told about themselves or their flaws or what they need to work on. Um, And, you know, depending on how people deliver it, people can be very defensive, right? So having having the right people around you to just be like, hey, like, notice, like, (laughs) respectfully, I think we should take it in this direction. I think you need to be able to do this. So, you know, I was I was in fear of the truth. Mm-hmm. She was telling me the truth, and I was scared that it was true, even though I knew it was true. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You so were stuck I was up fighting <laughs> the truth that that was already in my face, right. and I just had to look at myself in the mirror and be like, "You better fix up," <laughs> you know. Can I want to share this feel-good moment with everyone? Um, mm-hmm. If you're watching, or if you're just in this room while we're filming, I don't know if you remember, but Ron was the first person ever oh. who was just like, "Listen." I see something in you. We are gonna do a YouTube. You're gonna come to my house at this day, and I don't care. We're gonna film something, and that was the start, I guess, of like you know uh-huh. my social presence on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. And we filmed, what was it fifty questions? We saw some, some YouTube video. I, I'm I'm trying to remember. <laughs> this is a long time ago. And yeah. I, and this is how like life works in full circle. It's a beautiful moment because like here, I just want to give you your flowers. Oh my god. Because like back way back, like years mm-hmm. back, like. I don't know, out of nowhere, you were just like, I see something in you, come, let's do something. And that mm-hmm. just like sparked something in me. We're just like, yeah, I, I mean, to connect with other people. Right. Um, and then now we're sitting here at the premiere of your <laughs> screening of a, a, bite, a Bite of a Mango. Bite of a Mango. This is a beautiful uh, moment. I just want to tell you, thanks for believing me back in the day. Of course. And that's the power of like community. That's the power of like the company that you keep, right? Like what I you mean, started back in the day. Here we are. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I That's do crazy. remember. <laughs> I, I look at those moments as investments to people, you know? Yeah. Whether, like, to me, like, I, I, I like to do that only because for some reason, I always feel a, a gut feeling about people. I, I have to tell them, hey, you got to do this. Yeah. Don't, you don't have to listen to me, but listen to this feeling that I have. Right. You have to do this. Right. This is, you're the one. Yeah. And I said that to you, you're yeah. the one, right? <laughs> I remember that. Um, invest in your people, Invest in your people. people. Because sometimes people just need to hear that and be like, you're right. Yeah, I should be doing this. A lot of people never told me this, Mm -hmm. you know, but a lot of people don't have a full grasp of confidence in themselves to, you know, share art with the world. Because the ego gets in the way. And, you know, art and ego can't exist in the same playing field. So I feel that um, a lot of people let their ego say like i don't want to do that if they just listened to somebody else tell them no you can do this mm-hmm. and you know it's an investment it's life-changing yeah all right so let's talk about it 16 sure. years in the oh industry my gosh, 16, 16 years, years. Okay. that is a lot of time and effort so when we talk about over success not like it, it, it requires a lot of time and that's everything that's relationships mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. work that's mm-hmm. everything so Bring us through 16 years in this 16 field. 16 years. What does is, that look like? It's a lot of sacrifice. A lot of... What do you sacrifice? Sleep? Time uh, friends? Lo- money? Drugs? Yes. What is it? <laughs> I, I definitely sacrificed uh, long-term relationships, for sure. Mm-hmm. I had to like, cut those off. Um, sleep, for sure. Definitely didn't sleep a lot because like I was going to school. I was working as a bartender, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then one day... A professor said, hey, if you ever get a job in radio, quit school. Mm. And I'm like, then I'm going to get a job in radio. So what I did was I just went to every spot that Flow 93 was at because it was the first black radio station and I wanted to be a part of it. Right. 
And I just showed up and they're like, who is this guy? He's working for free. And I would just show up and they're like, we need to hire him. And then I started as an intern and um, I was a coffee bitch. And the first person I met was Q-Tip, you know, and uh, then it was Beyonce and then it was like Lupe Fiasco and then it was Nas and anybody that I listened to, I would see them right in person. I'm like, oh my God, this is really happening. So it is possible to do these things. You can will yourself to do these things. It's just a thought process. So can we um, send a message out to the people? Don't skip the necessary steps. No, don't, don't skip, skip the, the steps. necessary steps. But also, like, you got to work smart. Like, for me to figure out how am I going to work in this radio station, okay, let me work for free and make sure people know who I am, and then hand in my resume. People are never trying to hear the free work, though. No. In the beginning Everyone of anything to get paid. you do, you got to do a lot of free you stuff. Gotta you got to do a lot of free in. shit. Yeah, A lot for of people sure. don't like to hear that, but it's that's that's literally how it normally goes for a lot of people. Money never motivated me because I never had any. So, you know, to me, when you grow up poor and you have no money, like, I'm not going to ask to get paid. I'm going to ask to learn. I'm going to ask to get that experience. I love that. Because that is currency to me. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't buy that. You could, yeah. money couldn't pay for that kind of education. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So to Drop me, like, gems. I would have to go, like, Flo taught me how to be a YouTuber because I would literally take a camera and shoot celebs and make skits with them, which are buried somewhere in Flo 935's YouTube channel. But, That's one um, of the biggest <laughs> radio stations in Toronto, Canada. For anyone who's watching, is not familiar. Yeah. That's a big deal. It, it was a big, big deal. deal when I got the job. Um, it was a big deal when I lost the job. Yeah. You know, again, like ups and downs, figuring out life. But everything is part of the process. For me to be at working at Flow, I understood the music business. Uh, I was able to understand the radio business, right. um, marketing, how to edit videos, all learned in this one hub. If you don't do, you won't know how to do. If you don't do, you can't. Yeah, pretty much. I always much. tell people, like, you know, people are like, oh, I don't buy the lotto. I'm like, well, if you don't buy the lotto, you can't win. Yeah, You know, exactly. you, you got you got to invest. Mm-hmm. You have to do the groundwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. And now we're here at the I private know. screening of a big film. A big deal. This is a big yeah, deal. Yeah, Ron, what makes you feel at your best? At my best? Um, waking up in the morning and looking at myself and saying, I'm doing everything I said I was going to do. I found a way to make everything possible, no matter what. How many people said, oh, you can't do that. That's crazy. And I did it, you know? So, and it's not to say it with any kind of intent of being cocky or no, I worked my ass off to do what I said I was going to do. And that, that gives me full f- fulfillment. Even if it wasn't um, making so much money, I got to do the things I said I wanted to do. So no one could take that from me. You know what I'm saying? You could, th- you could hate on that. You can be negative about, oh, he's not that good, blah, blah, blah. I, I did it, though. Right. Right? I did it. So that, that brings me to like feeling the best because it also brings out the best version of you. It also, it also shows that you can make things possible. Right? You right. could will yourself to, to things that people never thought you could do. Right. Not, I, I guarantee you, a lot of people probably thought, this guy would never make a movie, but I'm going to be making movies for the rest of my life. And some. You and do, that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know what my path is because I've discovered myself. And I was pushing the right buttons with Joanne, and who's Ozzy, and things just started happening. Like, you know, it's like traveling in a dark tunnel 
and knowing there's a light on the other side and it just keeps going and keep but you know there's a light on the other side you know it a lot of people don't know but you know it mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and it's that gut feeling that you got to follow that instinct that i know this is going to happen and it's happened a lot of times in my life like i would always tell her like this is going to happen then this is going to happen and then we would actually mm -hmm. see it so it's not just even talking into existence it's just like you know things are happening you can just feel it. It's magic. That's so strong. That's so strong. I think people have to be rooted in affirmations mm -hmm. and manifestation. Like mm -hmm. people just don't talk about it for no reason. Mm -mm. People don't talk about meditating for no reason. No. Like there's certain things that like are unlocked when you tap into these things. Of course. So when you start to tell yourself like I am going to do this, mm -hmm. I will do this. I am capable. I am able. I am worthy. Yeah. You will see what kind of doors open for you in your life. And it doesn't matter who believes it, who mm -mm. thinks. You don't have to say to anyone else. If you know for your life, this is what I want, this is what I'm going to get, boom. It, it's Here. also a thing where, like, even when people don't believe you and you're the one who's believing in yourself and you're the only one, it just takes one person to say yes to you. I'm going to share it. So this is just what you were saying. That's literally where I'm at in life. Mm -hmm. As you guys have followed me if you have followed or haven't followed the Parker conversation is something that makes me feel good because whether the cameras are rolling or not I will be having these conversations with people wherever I go my mouth is big so I'm always talking okay and when I saw you a few months ago you were just like hey I want to do this and at that time I had shut the Parker conversation down I wasn't in the mental space to do it I was giving myself some like good space and it was just like you were like let's do it <laughs> i'm like yeah and then when you hit me up earlier this month we we're just like okay remember this is the date we locked it in we're gonna do it yeah and if you didn't tell me we're gonna do this i could i could honestly say it i don't know the, the journey of life <laughs> but i might not have started to film i might not have met with you know with with delhi this, mm -hmm. this is the man behind the the, 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 camera. the camera this is the the man of the hour. He he's another man. Also, the, the man hour. behind my camera too. Uh uh. We gotta put a we gotta put a picture. We gotta insert a picture of Delhi. <laughs> yeah, right for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I wouldn't have met with him to see like what's next for the Parker conversation. I know a lot of you guys have been asking. I love mm -hmm. you guys for that. I love you for tuning in. So this is just like the start of like beautiful things for the mm -hmm. both of us. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great day. Hundred percent. I'm glad. It's I'm, magic. I'm, yeah, it's, it's magical to be able to sit down and just sit and talk to you about this. So, and I want you to tell them a little bit more about bite of a mango sure bite of a mango came out because i'm gonna be very like bold and say this culturally clueless people writing scripts for people of color that triggered it right away and i'm like i, I mean we ain't doing nothing but staying at home might as well write a movie so we wrote the movie in about two days what? Yeah, and we already knew like who we want to pick to play the the lead, and right. and so we just started like messaging everybody and say we want to do this. Yeah, something like that. It was pretty cool, cool experience. Um, it took longer to complete the movie because you know it it, it was shooting through a pandemic, mm -hmm. right? So, but. I think it's a very cultural movie. I think it's needed. I think it's a voice that's authentic to everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and even though I have the writer, director, producer credit, I can't take credit for everything because I don't think people understand the movies are a big collaboration with actors, right. with everybody involved to make it the best thing. You know, it, it would be so selfish of me to be like, I wrote this, say this, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. It's always a, what would you say? 
How would you say it? Let's play right. this out. Let's right. make this as authentic. Let's make it feel exactly how it's supposed to be. Right. That's how movies should be made, and, and it's not. So with what we want to do is actually change that, change the, the, the face of film. And right. it just takes people with balls to do it because sometimes, you know, you have people to listen to and you have to be controlled of your mm -hmm. creative. But it's art. It's right. art. Let it live. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Let us make the art that, that, that we know what to make and not some culturally clueless people behind the scenes who have the money to be like, you can make it, here's a bit of money. Nah, I don't need your money. Let me make my own thing. And then mm -hmm. eventually you're going to pay for this art and we're going to share this art and you're going to love it, period. You know? I love that. I think there's something, you know, when things are so authentic, like you said, it's written by people of color, mm -hmm. based on people of color. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a true experience that you can't, you can't fake it. You no. Can't, you know, if you are authentically yourself, even like online, yeah. you never have to like fake who you are. Like as you see it online, that's how I am outside. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think there's a beauty in just, you know, capturing what you've captured. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see it. I know. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be great. I think it's going to be amazing. And... I can't wait to see what is in store for you because, like he said earlier, he's gonna get more and more and more and more. And whoever's around you, whoever's uh -huh. surrounded by you, I know you're gonna encourage them to do the same. They're gonna continue to move into rooms that you know they they spoke into existence. And we're here at a beautiful place. You are mm -hmm. exactly like you're supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be here with you. Yeah, it's supposed you to happen. You made this happen. Uh huh. <laughs> Until mm. next time.